video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly dose of all things gaming from me, Jess, Craig. Hello, Craig. Hello. And Andy. Hello, Andy. Hi. Victory lap required, first of all, following that 10k milestone on Twitter. Thank you, everyone. Uh, yeah, th- this week we've got lots of news to get through, including Elden Ring DLC and a new IO game in the works. We've dipped into lots of game this week as well including many vr games with the release of the headset of course and we will cover the latest last of us episode spoiler warnings will be given fear not alongside this podcast we publish written reviews and content over at puredeadgaming.com so go check that out and make sure you give us a follow on your podcast platform of choice and with that said welcome to episode 114 how's everyone doing welcome fan dabidozi indeed Better than the wee Chinese guy that was presumed dead. Do you see about this? No. It's a good one. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. apparently in 2014, I say it's a good one, right? It starts off a car crash. <laughs> it's, not, it's not great, but uh, back in 2014, there was a car crash, right? Yeah. And it was a, a bad situation. And they usually are. They're not no a good thing. You know what I mean? Well, I, but they're, they vary in degree. And so there was some fatalities and this guy's family got fucking brought along and they were like, at the side of the road. I yeah, that's our relative. I that that's him. a bit morbid, Jason, isn't it? I know. Right. Start to the show, yeah. And so he's I think it was his son or his uh, nephew or something like that got him cremated and that was it, done deal. Mm-hmm. But then about a month ago in a, like a town about fucking forty miles away or something like that, there was some guy on the street acting erratic. And he was like a hobo, and they managed. This, authorities ended up taking him in and been like, "I don't know what the fuck's going on with this guy." And they did a DNA check, and it was the guy that they thought died in twenty fourteen. Well, how did they get from the side of the road deed to in a in a fucking street? Nobody knows. About? Nobody knows. I don't know if he was actually in the crash and had met, like brain damage or something, just wandered off. But he's been missing since what? I mean, that's nine years. No, no. But I thought you said they identified him. His family came to the side and the guy that was lying there dead, they were like, aye, that looks like him, that's him. So they thought he was dead, but it was a different guy. So oh, they're now right, having right. to exhume the body of this person that was lying dead next right. to the crash to find out who so he it's is. A different, he's obviously a bit mangled and they were like, aye, looks like him. Aye. Right. Because I was thinking he's fucking, it's like a movie and he's getting in, in the morgue and he's fucking unzipping his cell in the fucking morgue, you know what I mean? No, <laughs> no. What's going on? What's going on? He's risen after nine years. Aye. It's not a story of Christ. Know. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, like, as he's taken to the morgue after being hit by the car, yeah. and then, like, a couple of hours later, he wakes up and goes, Oh, fuck, what happened there? No, no. 
No. I, I really want to know. I mean, obviously there's going to be more to this story coming out, but Is I want... he crashed the car on purpose to get away? Well, that's the thing. Apparently... You think he would go further than 40 miles, though? Well, that's the... So he's been gone for nine years, and apparently when they did the DNA check, they were like, holy fuck, we thought this guy was dead. They got his grandson in touch with his grandson, <clears> and he came along, saw the guy, and when the guy saw his grandson, he burst out crying. So he What's must have, I assume he must have known who he was. I don't know if he purposely went missing, well, but he he's just been wandering about the streets like a mentor. That's weird. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, that's nice. Um, start to the show, Craig. You got anything else you want to bring up? Any other morbid shit that you want to get off your chest? Anything <laughs> about games, no? Oh, it's a bit early for games. Here's, here's, here's <laughs> one. I go to my work, right? Just a wee funny, stupid thing. Uh-huh. So you know your V five, yes. your name and everything on yes. official government oh, document. Y- yeah, <laughs> I've had issues with that because I've had to do all the faff of the paperwork. Yes, yeah. So a lassie came into my work the other day, and uh, she brought the V five in. Our, our name was Ellie. Okay. Right. Topical. Right, Ellie. So she came in with the V five, and I, I looked at it, and then I went, and then I did like a double take. I was like, "What the fuck?" On the V five, her stepdad for a laugh put. Smelly Ellie. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, Jess. Seriously. I was fucking buckled. Absolutely buckled when I realised that I was like, what's that? Is that your V5? Right, cheers. What? 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 <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and she went, that's my stepdad. I don't go in room. <laughs> I was like, you fucking runner. <laughs> and smelly Ellie. <laughs> but I mean, that's what, like, your would, car is registered right. to. It's like, a proper official document, uh-huh. yeah. And they would accept that. Well, I had to phone compliance and fucking tell them <laughs> that uh, this fucking. I'm like, right, uh, I've got smelly Ellie I, here, is that? I, I had to fucking date, like, prop. I was like, listen, I've got a stupid one here. She's like, oh, okay. And I was like, I've got a last year, and her name's Ellie, and she's fucking stepdad's put smelly Ellie, and, and she started laughing as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, fuck, I had to, I had to mock it to Brian. Like, how did. How did. The DVLA go, that? aye, that's fine. But why does why does somebody DVLA think, oh, that's a fucking name, and I'll put that? I suppose that you would just reject it, wouldn't you? Yeah. You think they would use common sense, you know, right. but no, they didn't. Because so, surely, to for a valid 20, insurance, that it would have to match the vehicle. She's probably right. Actually, it's probably invalid. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But actually, but it's, it's probably no right. It's no right. <laughs> no, it's not right. Well, it's twenty twenty three though. Would you like to be the person that came back and said Smelly's not a name? And they're like, well, actually, I know. <laughs> Good point. Actually, that's actually, fucking day and age. I'm not calling that one out. <laughs> Are you discriminating against my name? Hi, mm. but Smelly Ellie. Jesus fuck. Yep. Unbelievable. So what else has been happening? Tickets are now on sale for Play Expo Glasgow. Yes. Yeah, so it's taking place at Brayhead Arena on the 17th and 18th of June. So there'll be lots of like retro gaming, indie developers, arcades, pinball, tournaments, things to buy and all that kind of stuff. It's it's not been on for the past couple of years, obviously, COVID and stuff. Um, but what's, what's, what's better? We'll be there. Um, but yeah, should be good. So if anyone else... Has planned to go along. Let us know. We'll probably do like a little meet up or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, but there, buzz it. Bring your t-shirts. We, we should get a booth. If you're dead booth. No. <laughs> if no. you don't have, a just set it dead... up outside. They can't stop us. I know. We're not going to pay for this lot. <laughs> I'm just going to do our own one. <laughs> just turn up with two chairs. <laughs> if you've not yet got a pure dead gaming t-shirt, there's there's plenty of time. I'll pop the link in the description. Yep. If anyone that's a regular listener, listener to this podcast turns up in not a pure dead gaming t-shirt, <laughs> then I'll fucking have you. <laughs> but yeah, so that should be exciting. Um, 
Well, what does what does everybody think about my dating technique? Oh yes, you're you're serenading. <clears throat> oh seriously, this is the key. It seems to be working well, eh? Well, it's got like a hundred percent hit rate. Right. Fucking every time, just write a song for them. Look at their profile, personalize it. Boom. I don't know why I didn't think of this before. Mm-hmm. Being the the singer that you are, then yeah, that. I know. I, mean, I don't know why. Yeah. You're a Roddy Roddy rhymer. Like butter, the lip butter. <laughs> 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 until they hear yeah. this and then realise you're doing it for every day I know, I know. Well, I've still got to fucking write a different song every time and come up with a stuff yeah, it's not as if true. I'm like doing the same it's not as if I'm like fucking sending the same clip all and over I'm still taking the time to actually fucking engage personalise it, it yeah. personalise it and engage it every one of them is probably like I bet you do this to all the girls and you're like oh. no, yeah. no yeah if, if you don't know what we're talking about you can head to the Pure Day Gaming Discord and he has mm. dropped some um, messages between him and some some date some lovely dates. ladies yes lovely ladies um, of the night and he shared some songs that he's serenading them with so you can go and listen to them mm. would you some, nobody uh, better be stealing my fucking dating techniques that no. registered <laughs> trademarked pure dead andies yep <laughs> I mean 100% hit rate would you almost say you've platinum dating I think I have uh, it's looking like it I mean I've got that's four dates this week <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's pretty good eh? I don't get two in the one day <laughs> it's no, c- certainly a decent return <laughs> doing alright oh goodness yes. uh, we obviously don't have this uh, later on but the previews for Final Fantasy 16 dropped today. They don't, yes. We don't have much to say on it because it's not a game we play. No. But uh, anyone excited for Final Fantasy 16 looks like there's a lot of info out there for you to get your wee grubby mitts on. Mm-hmm. I've seen kind of mixed stuff on it. I think a lot of people... A lot, well, a lot of people would expect in... I think, as far as I'm aware, for it to have some form of... It wasn't going to be turn-based at all. It was going to be real-time, like combat but they mm. were expecting that little bit of the hybrid I think that Final Fantasy 7 had but the combat looks like it is basically Devil May Cry which no, makes me more interested in it to be no, fair definitely. Uh, so aye, it's probably a, a plus for me but I'm I know more it's... inclined to play it with that type of gameplay than turn based oh, 100% yeah mm. yeah definitely so and the stories are usually like a wild ride I suppose they're a bit fucking out there aren't they but yeah that's Japan for you yeah, like, like I, think could, I think it could be quite cool. Um, but I, like I said, I haven't had a chance to check out any of the... I remember playing... The, the only ones I really remember playing is the one with Cloud. Yeah. What one was that? Eight? Seven. Seven. And then the one with... What was the other guy? The guy that had the blonde hair and the, the yellow and black. Can I get up? His name was Storm or something, maybe. I remember playing that one. I played, I completed that one, but that's it. Apart from that, and then, and then I tried to play another one, and I was like, this is shit. And then so I you actually one. got all the way through a Final Fantasy that was oh, turn-based? Aye. Aye. Yeah, well yeah. done. Yeah. And, day, and did you enjoy it? I did enjoy that one, I because it was like a, the world was really cool. It felt like a journey. You know yeah. I mean? That's probably like yeah. nine or ten then, eh? I think so. I'll, I'll try and find what one it is, but I, it was I'm just, it's too much sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes aye. you're playing a game, and it, that's why I'm liking that. They're so long as well. What's it called again? The Heart one. Atomic Heart. Atomic Heart. That's why I'm liking that because it is quite open worldy, but it's yeah. also, like you said, a wee bit linear. Yeah, like, aye, there's linear totally. bits then more open. It is, aye, aye. So it's good. I, I like that sort of thing. It doesn't feel as overwhelming. No, that's thing. I think sometimes games can be too overwhelming. You could just get too much choice. Yeah. No, like GTA. GTA, you, you want 
Hunter's well, a choice because they just do it so well. Yeah. And sometimes some games try and put too much in, and there's things that are better than others because they try to spread themselves too thin. Yeah. And it's like they've put too much in, and it's like this bit's good, but that bit's not as good. So then you get bored because it's like too much. Nah. You know what I mean? Because nah. with GTA, they do everything fucking brilliant, so you don't mind as much being packed into those games. Aye, definitely. Aye, I, I, I've always found that with GTA Not Love, it feels like filler. Aye. I mean, obviously what, there's collect I mean, and stuff like that, but the site stuff's aye. fucking awesome. Exactly, there isn't, there isn't much filler in GTA games, you're absolutely right. And Rockstar games in general, I suppose. Aye. Aye, oh, definitely. Uh, one of the lasses I'm talking to now, right. her uncle is works for Rockstar. And I was like oh. saying, I was saying, we need to get in touch from. <laughs> I need to get into this. I need to keep dating this lassie <laughs> so that we can get a contact and get him on the podcast <laughs> and get some info about GTA. GTA Six. There's just cool. like a, there's like a wee pure dead game in HQ. <laughs> <laughs> Go by the end of one of the streets. That's yeah. when we know we've made it. Yes. Keep you updated. I'll try and try and get some info. Definitely do. <laughs> Okay, so 2023 is off to a blistering start and Momentum looks poised to continue in March. Well, February had, I suppose, one of the biggest releases of the year so far, Hogwarts Legacy. March has its own massive release, a remake of one of the best games ever made. But let's take a look at the week ahead, first of all. So, first up, the DLC expansion, Destiny 2 Lightfall. It's the penultimate chapter of Destiny 2's Light and Darkness saga, the first but not last major saga that Guardian started in the original Destiny. So it comes out February 28th on all the platforms. There's a lot of folk really excited for this. I can't keep up with Destiny, but if you like Destiny, it does look good. I saw a trailer for it and I was like, oh, but the, the boat's... The boat's- fucking sailed on starting Destiny Mm -hmm. yeah we also have on the 28th of February as well Scars Above which is a sort of challenging sci-fi third person action adventure shooter combining the rewarding feel of overcoming difficulty with a compelling and intricate story set in a mysterious alien world to explore I've played this you have thoughts it's okay it's okay. And I knew it was going to be okay. We got sent this game like three weeks ago and I kept meaning to play it, but there was just so much other stuff to play because I knew sort of what it entailed. It's not massively <laughs> my thing. But I did, I played a couple hours of it and it's okay. Like the best I can say for it is like, I really like that we're starting to get double A games again instead of just triple A games. Like, there's a lot, like, it's, it almost feels like back to the PS3 360 era where you just got like some games that were a bit cheaper. And like, in a way, I like that because they can be a bit more experimental. But in another way, you're like, it's quite rough. Like, it's a long time since in a game. I have, as a character, walked through a body of water and that water has just been a solidified sort of polygon mm. like yeah. it doesn't move at all it's just like you've glitched through a rock when it's water it's it was fucking weird to see mm. um but it, it's got some cool ideas like you have to like assemble your guns and there's kind of cool we kind of like almost puzzle mechanics and stuff like that and the shooting's okay and the main character's quite relatable and like i don't know they've made it this sort of uh woman show and the, the at first glance, she looks a little bit like Lara Croft, but like the new style Lara Croft. But then mm. she's clearly maybe like in her early 40s and she's more of a sort of grounded character, which is quite cool to see. Um, but yeah, the gameplay is just okay. The enemies are okay. It's it's not great. It's a, 
heavy sale purchase at yeah, best, I would say. It is at the £30 price tag at, at launch. Needs but, to yeah. be a bit of tenor. Okay. I'm afraid. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for that, impact, Greg. <laughs> uh, we also have We Long Fallen Dynasty, which follows the dramatic, action-packed story of a nameless military soldier fighting for survival in a dark fantasy version of the later Han Dynasty, where demons plague the Three Kingdoms. This is in Game Pass as well. There's a mm. lot of people excited for it. It's not my type of game. It's like a Souls-type game almost. It looks hard and fantasy-based. Mm. Um, but you can, if you want to start on that early, there's a demo on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC, and you can play like the first, I don't know, hour or something. And then if you buy it or if you keep playing it on Game Pass, then you can continue your save on, I think. Yeah, cool. So March 3rd release, so... For that one, we also have Bendy and the Dark Revival. So this was originally a standalone game and then it was kind of repurposed as an indirect sequel to the Bendy and the Ink Machine. Um, And it did come out for Steam, on Steam for PC, sorry, in November last year. um, But now it's coming to Xbox and PlayStation on 1st of March. I really want to play this. It looks cool as fuck. I don't even know exactly what the gameplay is, but see the art style. Like, see if you look it up, it just looks so fucking cool. Um, and I, it's got really like if you go into Steam, you can see like user reviews. And the user reviews are through the roof for it. So it's meant to be. It's a kind of horror type game, but it looks cool as fuck. It's a bit kind of. Is it kind of cupheady? Uh, a wee like bit, aye, style, but yeah. it just uh, it just looks really cool. I definitely want to check it out. Mm, okay, and then we've also got no, no Longer Home, which is a game about letting go of the life you have built due to circumstances beyond your control. What? So, yeah, so you can immerse, immerse yourself in the Let lives of Bo and Ao and learn about the dreams, frustration and fears. So yeah, it's a point-and-click adventure game. Mm. It looks quite arty. Because a wee house and you're manoeuvring about it and learning stuff about your inner self. Yeah, and similar to the, the last game I mentioned, um, this is also already out on PC, Switch and Xbox One and the Xbox Series platforms, but I think it's now coming to... Ah, uh, it's out and everything else bar PlayStation. But yeah. yeah, it's coming to PlayStation this week. And it's got kind of mixed reviews, is it? Aye. Yeah. Uh, it looks all right, but... Uh, bendy. Bendy for me. Bendy for you, Okay. Except you cannot bend. I'm not great at bending. <laughs> Let it be said. Mm-hmm. My back does feel like it's got a rod in it, but uh, I am. I'm on the mendy bendy. Right. <laughs> I plan to be more bendy next week. Okay. Okay. Because you don't want to be stiff. No, that is Celine Dion's got that. She does. Right. <laughs> Celine Dion's got a degenerative disease. Basically, that uh, means she's turning into a stone. <laughs> stone. Yeah, a stone. It's a it's an actual disease. Yeah, it's, like, called, it's make... called like stiff person syndrome or something. Oh, that's it. Uh, that's it. Fuck off! Is no, it called stiff person? That's what it's called. That's actually it. No, that sounds like a laugh, but that is actually it. That is the, there's been no effort put into that at all. <laughs> stiff no, really. person syndrome. Yeah. And she's just going to go stiff as a board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a rock. Will her heart go on, though? <laughs> I believe that the heart does. Go on. 
<laughs> the poor woman's just been diagnosed with a degenerative condition and you're straight in there with her. Right, well, she needs to laugh while she still can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jake. We'll always have the songs. Okay. That I was We watched Deadpool 2 again the other, the other day for the first time in a while, and that song's a banging and all. It's good, yeah. It is. Yeah. Thanks, Celine, for your nice. contributions Steph, to music. That is, that's crazy that it is. That's just called that. It's lazy as fuck, isn't it? It is pretty lazy. Do you think the person was running out of time to uh, name it? Just say what you see. Say what you see. Stiff person syndrome. That's stiff person syndrome. We'll go with that. It's like the end of the night. They're all fucking... We've already had to name 12 illnesses the day. I can't be fucked. I want to get home. Just fucking call it stiff person syndrome. Done. Ticked off. Poor Celine. Okay, let's move on to the games that we have been playing this week. Um, Craig has done lots of VR games. I have dabbled in a few, however, Spewy has also <laughs> occurred. Yeah, you've not uh, you've not lasted too long, have you? No. How long no. can you last on it? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I've never, never the time myself, to be honest, but every minutes? time I've taken it off, I've literally... Put my hand over my mouth, being like, oh, I'm going to really? be sick. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's really bad. In fairness, but, right, there's certain games where it's a more relaxing experience. Mm-hmm. Like, if you play, like, Tetris, there's, a, there's, there's cool stuff. It's almost like a euphoric experience, Tetris, but right, it's then still... You, then you've got that game where you're fucking slicing fruit and shit. Like, uh, fast-paced. Like, or if you play Moss, where your, your <laughs> head is the camera and there's not too much going on. This one's fucking doing kayak races. You know what I mean? So you're not exactly easing yourself in. Maybe not. No. I I can't handle it either. I came through and she was going at it like a fucking maniac. (laughs) 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 Fucking going absolutely nuts. It looked like she was pounding fuck out or something. What what seemed to push me over the edge was um, at the end of a race um, in a sort of like canyon, I I looked over to the corner and I was like, is that a snake? And so paddled over, and um, <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing. I did, and um, it was a snake. Really? But my oar is that what it's called? Uh, I'm I got into or. trouble before because it's either it's either not rowing or not paddling. I think paddling's the right one. No, I got into trouble for saying the wrong one. So I rowing is with your two sticks like that. Paddling's right. Right. Mm. Anyway, so I was trying to prod the snake, but mm-hmm. I couldn't reach. I couldn't reach far enough with my or slash stick thing. That's enough about our love life. (laughs) (laughs) So then I proceeded to find a branch that was like just floating about in the water. So then I'm getting my paddle stick and I'm trying to like shimmy the (laughs) shimmy the bit of stick over to try and touch the snake, but it didn't work. So (laughs) how long did you spend trying (laughs) to touch the snake? (laughs) Too long. It's because I touched in another race. Um. I found a giant tortoise. Right. No, what's it called? A turtle. I don't know. I wasn't there. What? Same difference. The big things, right? Um, and I prodded it and I got a trophy for it. Ah, so you went at another so, trophy. <laughs> that's why I was trying to prod the snake. Craig has taught you well. <laughs> you got to investigate these situations. <laughs> Hunting for the trophies. Aye. Surely that's a trophy. Aye. She, she, she's she's doing this it. while bobbing about in the water. She's like, I don't know why I feel ill. Yeah, so that was my experience. Mm. It was, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I, obviously we did that extra podcast just to talk about VR in general, so I've spoken about most of it, but um, it's cool. It's really cool. Uh, one thing I'd say about the Horizon game, like I know looking at a few of the reviews, like it's not that it's reviewed badly, it's got like a 79 or something like that, but that's obviously lower than, than the other Horizon games, and a lot of it, the, the sort of negatives where there's too much climbing. I'm only about halfway through, but I can see the I can see the claim of there being too much climbing. Mm. Like already, I would say about seventy or eighty percent of what I've done has been climbing. Mm. Now, what I would say is the climbing's cool as fuck, and because there's so much detail in the graphics, it feels awesome. Like you're climbing proper fucking mountains. You're holding on and you're looking down, and it looks like Ooh. a fucking two hundred foot drop. That's like cool. it's impressive. Yeah, no. It is impressive. I would honestly not recommend it to anyone that had a fear of heights. No, because that's me. Aye. And you are, at times, like holding on with one arm and then you're selecting your pickaxe and you're pickaxing up a bit and then you're having to like throw a rope and then swing to the next bit and stuff that's like cool. that. It's, it is cool. It's Aye, it's pretty cool. So there is too much climbing, but at the same point, the climbing's cool. Mm-hmm. But you would I maybe want a wee bit more on the ground exploration, a wee bit more combat. There is combat in it, but it's it has been a bit sparse. Um but no, it is really cool. Uh and the other one I'd been playing quite a bit was there's a game Swordsman and it came out on the original PSVR and I had it then and it was a free upgrade. So I was like, I might as well download it. I forgot how much fun it is. It's so simple, it's just waves of enemies. Yeah. But it's just fun. Like, so you've got like obviously on the controller you've got the analog sticks to move back and forth mm. and you can like put your sword up like that and then just accelerate forward and like go right through their face Yo. it's like the easiest way to take them out and if they've got a full mask a full like not mask what would you call it a full sort of helmet aye, a fit, like a, one of the helmets that covers their full face mm. there is still like a wee slit and if you're really accurate you can like still get them but otherwise you stab them in the thighs and the bollocks <laughs> the best way to get them okay i can see why you enjoyed that game then yep and then if you if you if you do enough damage without killing them they drop to their knees and then you can just whop their head right off he's loving this isn't he ah it's fun good fun um and yeah other than that tetris i've been playing loads of that it's so fucking good i know it just sounds like it's just tetris and it is just fucking tetris but there's so much going on and then like you'd actually really like it because uh, do you play Tetris, Tetris Effect at all? No. No. So the way they do it is, it, it don't be wrong. It's amazing. Not in VR. It's just it goes to another level in it, where you can see the board in front of you, and but there's like stuff going on, like almost like in the stars and in the sky. And each time you clear a line, the beat kicks in more. Mm. So you've got this sort of connect where. Mm-hmm. Each time you're clearing a line, like that, just more of the song starts to do, oh, do, that's quite do, cool. and it's so. I mean, it's the highest rated game on VR. It's, uh, it's fucking incredible. Uh, and with the VR headset, you've got headphones attached to it, and mm-hmm. so you've got 3D audio, so it sounds like it's coming from all around you. That's and like cool. the the fucking there's different shapes appear and like animals and stuff like that, depending on the bit you're in. It's it's really fucking cool the way it's done. Very mm-hmm. very cool. Um, well, I've actually been playing something this week as well. Ah, you have. Let me know. Atomic Heart. Mm-hmm. Enjoying it? Really enjoying it. It's good, isn't it? I think it's really, really good. Yeah. The I reviews like have been kind of up and down, but like I, I would... don't know why. I yeah, don't know why. I don't know what they're talking about. This like the protagonist. I don't know what they what they want. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. I think um, he's really good. 
that's absolutely fine. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with it. And the wee uh, hands talking to you is cool. Like a bit of back and forth. Aye. Um, I think it's just I'm, I'm, I've played I've played a good like fucking five hours or so, and I'm still it's the game's still opening up to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I it looks amazing. The graphics are really good, aren't they? Beautiful. Um, the gameplay is really good. I am fucking well enjoying it. Yeah. And it's obviously a game where you can choose how you play because there's loads of different powers and stuff like uh-huh. that. Like there's uh, like telekinesis stuff, like freezing kind of shit and, and all that kind of stuff. So you can totally tailor it to how you like to play it. Yeah. So because you probably, I'm assuming you probably can't upgrade everything, like with the amount of stuff you get, probably. Probably, you probably have to pick and choose, and then you could maybe play again and try a different experience. You know what I mean? Well, one thing that's really cool, not a lot, not enough games do this, but see when you go to, so you upgrade your stuff at this like upgrade terminal like that, vending that, machine uh, that tries to fucking to chat you up. Right. Um, but at any point, if you go, you know what, I fancy doing things a bit differently. Oh, you, you can go reset. in there and you can reset all your points and then spend them differently. Yeah, without having been penalised for uh, it. You don't take like. 10 of the points off you, you can just go oh, I want to change this up yeah I'm going to I'm going to play totally different now yeah. which is cool as fuck that, that they let cool. you do that that is cool I didn't realise you pretty much got a shotgun right away by the way because you, you, you said like you were playing it for ages with the axe at first but you actually got a shotgun pretty early on as well you just didn't they just don't tell you how to fucking change it yes aye that's right aye <laughs> doesn't it come up saying you've it doesn't uh. come up there's a cutscene that shows you getting the axe Aye. As if to go, that's me start at the game, I'll use this, this is my axe. There's no bit where it says, oh, you've picked up a shotgun. You just fucking magically get it somewhere. And then you're like, oh, I've got a shotgun in my inventory. When did I get that? I only discovered it when I first went to the first vending machine bit. And it was like, that's I've that's equipped in my inventory. Where the fuck is that? And then I started using I, it. I only noticed it when I crafted my first pistol aye that's what I mean when you were in that aye. bit that's aye, when, when I, I got to that said, bit I noticed I was aye, like said, oh there's I two have yeah. I have that and I was like do I have that <laughs> and I was, I was looking for the buttons to how to fucking change it so I could get it oh it tells you nothing no it doesn't it doesn't tell you much there's no but I mean it is quite intuitive a lot of it mm. I mean it's just fucking the direction buttons to change your inventory but it just didn't like let you know that you had it there it just aye. appears out of nowhere there was also as well I can't remember the exact button it's either X or B, but if you hold it down, it brings up a wheel, a, like a weapon wheel. And I was like, they never fucking mentioned that. You have to hold it down for a couple oh, of seconds before see, it appears. I done that at the start and then I forgot how I'd done it. Uh, so that's right, okay. But again, that never tells you. No, no. <laughs> like, there, there is obviously a few things. Like, it's this team's first game. And oh, so, aye, there is a few things where it's just like general gaming convention that they've just not done. Mm-hmm. And I get it, like, I, I can see, don't get me wrong, like, I, I think some people came across, like, glitches, game-breaking bugs and stuff like that. So if you come across stuff like that, you could understand why people would give it lower, but no, like, the likes of IGN, 8 out of 10, like, there's mm. loads of places, 8.5 out of 10. I'm way more on that scale than same. the lower ones. Same. I already am the same. Cool as fuck. And I really like the characters. Yeah. I think, I don't know, like... The world's cool. Very cool. I love alternate history stuff. Like, it's just... I know. It's just really fucking cool. But I, the most consistent thing is that thing about the the main character just being completely unlikable and been written really badly, nah, and I just don't fucking get it. Don't see that at all. I mean, don't be wrong. He's sarky as fuck and he's angry all the time, and maybe that relates to us because we're Scottish. But <laughs> at the same, but at the same point, I think he's quite funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like he's just up funny. screaming at folk to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, yeah, tell them you would be fucking raging. He's having a shit day. Okay. 
That's a good game. One other thing that I played, and I don't know if you remember the sort of spiritual success, what this game is a spiritual successor to, but do you remember years and years ago, it was in Windows 3.1, there was a game called Ski Free? No. And it was a wee skiing game. Windows 3.1? Yes. Fucking hell. That's before my time, isn't it? It was before Windows 95. Oh my God, are you joking? Before 95, NT? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, this is it's back when Windows was. It was like all the bookmarks. Uh, oh my god, Craig! Come it was all, to be fair. It was also available on Windows ninety five. Right, right. <laughs> right, continue. Sorry. So it was called Ski Free. It was like one of those wee free games that was sitting next to Solitaire and stuff like that. Right. And so it was a wee skiing guy, and he would come down. And you had to just move left and right on the keyboard to avoid hitting the trees. And right. if you got far enough, a fucking yeti thing came flying ah. out and would chase you down and fucking grab you. And just oh yes, you. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh Christ, I. <laughs> Do you remember that? Everyone remembers it. I feel like we've just aged ourselves. Not, not everyone will Aye, remember that. No, no not everyone. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you're gonna have to put some Discord for some folk. It's cool as fuck. Is. Well, I went on to Twitter and I was like, I just I don't know why it popped into my head, and I just tweeted out, "Anyone remember Ski Free?" And uh, SJ, uh, one of the girls that writes for the site, she was like, "You need to try." Horatio goes snowboarding, and I was, <laughs> she's like, "It's." totally a take on it and I was like right so it was already in my library and I was like fucking right download that it's totally inspired by Ski Free what's this on all consoles ah, it's on everything like I think it's like a fiver or something like that but um, so in, in Horatio goes snowboard and it starts and you at first have to do a little game of Frogger where you have to cross a street without getting hit mm-hmm. grab your snowboard cross another street get a helicopter and then the helicopter drops you and all of a sudden you're going down you have to weave in and out all the things and if you get to like level four that wee fucking bastard appears and starts chasing you <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's a lot of fun um so i just wanted to give a shout out to that game i, I played a, about an hour or two of it uh, on saturday night and i was really enjoying it it's just it's obviously updated graphics and stuff like that but it's all just right. pure nostalgia yeah And you've also played some more Hogwarts. Yeah, I've just been kind of continuing with that. I've not, I don't feel like I've made much progress. I probably have, like, I've levelled up a fair amount and, yeah, proceeded with the quests. But, um, yeah, I'm getting there with it. Like, I'm I'm enjoying it. It was stop start at first, but you're a wee bit, you've been sneaking it in during work. (laughs) Yes, no. Yes, no, not wanting to admit to it. Oh, one other thing. They announced last week that a demo of that game, Humanity. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I tried that out. It's basically like an updated version of Lemmings. And uh, it's okay. It's all right. It's playable in VR, though. And the graphics actually look really nice in VR. But outside of VR, not as much. It's okay. If, you, if you're nostalgic for Lemmings, you might enjoy it. Okay, thank you. That concludes the games that we have been playing this week. So let's move to the news. All of the news. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. With your digging team. I was believing. To be honest, we may have missed something because it's just stuff just coming out left, right and centre this week. I get really fucking fed up today. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking raging. I don't know. Like, it's, I mean, it's our fault that we record on a Tuesday, I suppose, which seems to be the most fucking the busiest day for gaming news. But about three o'clock, I just tweeted out, "I'm fucking sick of this." Can people stop. Really, can people stop fucking releasing news? Yeah. So our morning kicked off at eight a.m. Um, with Elden Ring. So it kind of came three days late and in a somewhat muted manner. But an expansion for Elden Ring has finally been announced. Shadow of the Air Tree is as I was saying, Air Tree. Erd Tree. I don't know. Air Tree is officially in development at From Software with an unknown. Release date possibly this year. Don't know. I, I'd imagine so. I don't know. They've just said in development. Yeah. So it, it, it turned a year, like th- three days ago, and then they put this, aye. put this out. Three, like that's weird. Mm, it's a weird thing to do. <laughs> aye. So the the one year anniversary of it was the twenty fifth, and they announced this on the twenty eighth. What? Strange. What are you doing that for? <laughs> I mean, see from software, they don't give a fuck. They're just like, everybody will have a meltdown when we announce this. And they will, but still, if you've got... I mean, there's no way... All they did was put up a fucking graphic. Yeah, it was, right, a, it was a graphic a, saying this is in development. That's weird. That's strange that it didn't take advantage of that. Surely you do it on the year. It's almost like somebody forgot. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And they yeah. were like, did you did you schedule that tweet? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> don't do it the day after. That'll look really weird. Give it Wait a couple of days. Three days. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Jacob, you fucked out or not? It's just so weird. I know it was a Saturday or something like that, but I mean, you can schedule the tweet. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Fucking tweet true. deck, come on. But yeah, that's exciting for all the Elden Ring fans, certainly. Well, How's your how's your uh, progress going? Progress going to? No bosses defeated this week. Okay. I've been in a virtual world. Okay. Uh, next up, Sony revealed during a state of play showcase last week that Baldur's Gate 3 will be making its way to PS5 along with a PC version on August 31st. With no hint of an Xbox version, many had assumed Sony paid for console exclusivity. However, this isn't the case. A PR rep for the game had the following to say, quote, Right now, Larian is planning to release Baldur's Gate 3 for PC, Mac, GeForce Now and PS5. That said, they don't have exclusivity and we will announce support for additional platforms if and when they're ready. It's quite the insult to injury that it's coming to Mac and not Xbox. Usually Mac versions of games come about fucking two years later. Mm -hmm. And Macs are not really... They're not really seen as gaming machines. No, it's always just a case of, ah, we may as well just bring it there, but to come to Mac and GeForce now, but not Xbox. There's been a few games recently where I think there's been like issues getting it to run on Xbox, and I can only imagine that maybe it's something like that. It's Mm. surely going to come. If there's no exclusivity, Like you wouldn't bring it to everything else and not bring it to Xbox. I wouldn't imagine. Especially if you're bringing it to Mac. How many fucking Mac Copies are they going to sell? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and yeah, also, I guess, following the lukewarm reaction to last week's state of play, Jeff Grubb was quick to jump on the attention-seeking choo-choo train and reveal that Sony is planning a much bigger showcase before E3. This is apparently the same showcase that was meant to happen late last year but was postponed as the developers were not ready to show. As always, when the Grubber is involved, get your salt shakers out. Yeah. <laughs> this guy he knows when to tweet. He knows when to appear with a bit of nonsense. I don't even know if it was a tweet, but it's always like 
I don't know, like something will happen and then he'll be like, it's as if he's sitting there watching it going, ah, it makes sense that they've got a bigger one coming. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Uh, my sources tell me that there's a bigger one coming. Like, it's just, do you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like you, you see this stuff happening, you're like, you can see his thought process as it's happening. Like, because he's always there, been like, oh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, no, that's what's happening. I mean, they probably will have a bigger showcase later in the year, but it doesn't take fucking Mystic no. Meg to predict it, does it? No. Ball bag. No. She's still alive. Mystic Meg? She was like fucking 60 when I was like, on the, when was in the National Lottery. Know. Let's find out. I'm pretty sure she was really, really old back in the day when she was like doing the National Lottery and all that. 80? She's 80, she's still alive. Still doing the horoscopes. Margaret Ann Lake. Oh well. Long live Mystic Meg! Let's see what she's up to now. Career. <laughs> In 2015, Meg launched a website, of course she did, featuring horoscopes, personalised readings, and a telephone hotline. Fucking hell, that's 90s behaviour, that, isn't it? fucking talks dirty to you than the phone. <laughs> Who the, the fuck... Planetary alignment for your stars. Who the fuck starts a fucking phone hotline in 2015? Jupiter is entering Uranus. <laughs> she left the sun in 2015. And my finger is... <laughs> She's back at the sun. Fuck's sake. Just nobody knows because nobody reads that paper. She left in the sun in the Folks 2nd of January 2015 and then she returned in April 2016. There you go. Citation needed. Nobody's actually bought a copy of the sun to confirm it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, what we're talking about? Grub. Games. Grubs and E3. Yeah, we, I think we, we spoke previously about how Nintendo... Um, Microsoft and Sony aren't going to be at E3 but Nintendo did confirm it in the last week um, saying that quote summer event didn't fit into our plans in other words we've got absolutely fucking Fuck nothing off. to yeah. show but that point Zelda will be out and we're going to live off that for the next year yeah so I don't I don't know what E3 is going to be this year we shall see barren yeah. by, the, by the sounds of it yep I think Ubisoft are meant to be going. But so that's they, questionable now too, I'm sure yeah, I read. 45 Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, speaking of insiders taking a load of talking a load of shite, last weekend a few YouTubers like Mr. Matty Plays had started questioning what happened to the Starfield showcase that was meant to come just after the developer did it in January. Naturally, this has brought all the clairvoyance of the games industry out in force, claiming we'd see the Starfield presentation this week. As of recording, that hasn't been announced, but by the time this goes live, there might possibly have been movement, who knows. But it's not it's not happening, Andy, is it? It's fake. <laughs> that, that cover that cover art's off. It's just fake. That's all it is. It's just a cover art. <laughs> it's just cover art. Somebody's just come up with that. It's not it's a fan that just knocked it up. Yeah. On the we have seen a wee bit of gameplay, but it's probably just a Skyrim mod. It's just a, a it's just a video, it's just somebody's made that up. So when the was the, the Xbox showcase that said this is what's coming in the next 12 months? June. Right, so... They're running out of time. They are. Because already it looks like Forza's not going to hit that 12 months. Like, I, we've said this a couple of times on here, but to me, and I think we all agreed, I think what's happened is they know they cannot show Starfield again without going, and it's coming on this date. Exactly. And because they... they that again. No. So because they don't know what the date's going to be yet, it's they carry do the fucking... They carry do the showcase. Yeah. The showcase is probably filmed. The hoping folk just go, oh, I Starfield, that's right. Like, thinking 
see, we don't mention it. Do you know this forget we're trying to make it? Was that a fever dream? Give him a fever. You know what I mean? Fucking hell. But aye, I mean, everyone sort of expected. The way they talked when that first showcase in January happened was that before January was out, we'd get the second one. Mm-hmm. And now February's gone and it's bloody March. I mean, they must be really, really struggling. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I genuinely think, though, that they are still trying to hit the 12 months. And I think they're, they're bringing it down to the wire, hoping they will be ready. But I don't know. I'd rather it came out a couple of months later outside the 12 months and it actually worked than it came out in June that it was a fucking well, if you've been cyberpunk situation. this long, you might as well hold off and make it right. Aye, exactly. There's no point in making it for fucking, what, 15 years? And, and then, then released it three months early. <laughs> if only we'd fucking polished that last bit. No, no point. You might as well... I've probably been waiting long enough. You might as well just hold off and make it right. It's not like we've not got enough games to play. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of additional games, alongside their upcoming Bond game, IO Interactive have an online fantasy RPG in the works. The announcement came today in a five-paragraph spiel that managed to give us absolutely zero information whatsoever. So. This fucking ruined my day, by the way. <laughs> I was raging. I love IO Interactive. Hitman's fucking unreal. And then they're making the Bond game, and you're like, oh man, this studio gets me. And now they're making an online fantasy RPG. Hmm. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) I can only hope that their team is now big enough to make two games side by side and we can still get, like, I mean, obviously they're they're in production, the Bond game, so that's coming first. But hopefully they then can make Bond sequels on another Hitman game while working on this nonsense. Mm -hmm. It It might might, might not be nonsense, Craig. I know, it. it might be all right, but they're the best stealth developer in the game an well, online it might, far- it might be stealth in this other game that you love an online stealth fantasy RPG and then we'll go back and uh, take this recording of you out and make you eat your words I when, when, you're t- when you're talking about I love this game I want to write I love it the stealth in this game is amazing I would I would be happily proved wrong on that <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably a ways away though so Aye. We'll have to dig back episodes to <laughs> pull this one. I will need to pull this out the out the, the heavy archive. We should maybe see more of Bond this year, though. Not they announced that. I think it was end of twenty twenty one. Who's the Bond? How is it? Daniel Craig? Or are they making it? What's the deal there? Well, no, I, I, it's I so and I I O game. They've not said. I don't know what they'll do. Hmm. What would be really generic. cool? Which, if I was doing it right, this would I would have a great bit of fan service and let you choose your bond and have oh, maybe yeah. like five old bonds to choose from. That'd be cool, yeah. It would yeah. be cool as fuck. I don't know. You that need to get somebody money. that's really fucking good at voices. Oh, I could Sean Connery would not be doing that. <laughs> but fucking everybody can do Sean Connery, I suppose. Can't they? <laughs> <laughs> you just get the fucking tea lady to do it. <laughs> Sean Joyce, Co- Joyce. Put the tea down for a minute, will you? Come in here, do this be vocal for us. <laughs> yes, yes. Money party. <laughs> to be fair, Sean Connery would lose a bet on a Sean Connery sound-alike. You think so? Aye. Remember Dolly Parton? She entered a Dolly Parton no, look-alike contest and came so, third. Oh my God. Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like Tennessee oh, or something. Like. Jesus Christ, that's funny. Mm. I like that. Mm. Also, isn't Sean Connery dead? Nice no, fucking tax evading somewhere. I'm alive. Is he not? I'm sure he's still away fucking avoiding taxes. Stays in a boat or something, you know? A prick. <laughs> I died in 2020. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> you don't like Sean Connery? I really don't like him, no. He's an asshole. He's one of the fucking worst bonds for me. I'm a, tough, I'm a Tiffy Dalton guy. And Daniel Craig. Dan, Timothy Dalton is the Daniel Craig of the 80s. I've got no issue with the Bond comment, but The Rock is one of the greatest films ever made. Oh, The Rock's fucking brilliant. Right. I don't, I'm not saying I don't like some of his movies. Right. I just don't like him. Right. He's an okay. asshole. That yeah, sounds personal. Nice. No, he's not been good to me. <laughs> right, I'm going to move this on before, right. you know. Probably um, upset the Connery family. <laughs> Big listeners. Sure they're listening <laughs> intentively. <laughs> We've already fucking upset uh, Celine Dion's family. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Outer World Spacer's Choice Edition has been officially announced and will release on March 7th, featuring higher resolution graphics, a dynamic weather system, overhauled lighting and environments, improved performance and load times, enhanced details on characters and much more. It'll also boast an increased player level cap, which means that you'll be able to diversify your build at a bit more and if you own the game and the two DLC packs you'll be eligible to upgrade for just $7.99 otherwise it will set you back $49.99 as of recording there was no word of this being available on Game Pass Day 1 which is odd to say the least yeah I don't know if that's going to change because they Microsoft own them mm-hmm. so why would it not be on Game Pass yeah. that's not a good precedent to set the original games on Game Pass but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, if you have to pay for it on Xbox, then uh, that would be a strange one. Great game, The Outer Worlds. I fucking love that game. I couldn't really get into it. Uh, no. Nah, I don't know what it was. No, I really liked it. I think it's more me than the game, to be honest with you. You're a Fallout fan? Aye, but New Vegas. Right. New Vegas is, like, three and then... A four in the New Vegas ones, the only really ones I've really enjoyed. Right. I know I I definitely enjoyed it, like, but um and I would be up for the upgrades obviously, but I I don't know. At this point I'm not gonna get the time to play through it again, I would imagine. Even if it does load faster. According to Chris on Discord, citing multiple articles, Beyond Good and Evil Two is due for yet another shake up. Ubisoft Mont Montpellier. Ubisoft Montpellier's managing director, who has been absent for some time, has now been officially binned. This comes amidst news that the local authorities are investigating the studio over unprecedented number of developers experiencing burnout and going on sick leave. The game itself is said to still be in early development, despite being formally announced in 2016 and been in the works basically since 2008, back when yeah. Craig had a full head of hair. <laughs> Lovely. Mm-hmm. I loved this game. I loved it. I've got fond memories of it. Do you know what I want to know? How can a game... Right, this game has been in development, apparently, since 2008. Yeah. So that's 15 years, right? Mm-hmm. It's apparently still in early development. 
but they've got people going off sick with burnout. What the fuck have they been doing? Nah, I don't know. I mean, there was, there was test footage and stuff released for this a while ago. Like it showed you some of the gameplay and shit. And I've always been doing something. I mean, I'm not joking when I say that the three of us could learn how to code and make this game in 15 years. I mean, what probably. the fuck's going on? Yeah, it's the funding aspect that I query because I'm like, how much does this cost? Ah, uh-huh, who's funding it all this? Like, with Ubisoft, they're a fucking and black hole of money. It's, a, it's not as if it's a big IP. It was like a wee sleeper hit. It was right. like a, it's like one of those cult games where it, it wasn't like a big release. It was more like a game that people discovered and went, this is a really fucking good game. Yeah. It's not So it's not as if it's got like a word of mouth where it's going to come out and everybody's going to go, oh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is it? It's but I think that, that. So I, I'm not going to recoup all that right, money. Well, that's the thing. It's the return on investment. That, that's what I mean. I don't yeah, get Like, it's taking so long. So how are it's they weird. making that money back? Like, it's weird. But I think that's the thing. It does have a cult following now. And I think they've locked themselves in because there was so many people really wanted a sequel. And because they've announced it, I think they would anger the real hardcore fans yeah. if they were just like, actually... Fuck it. Right, well, hurry the fuck up then. Yeah, I'd well, love to it's work. difficult when everybody keeps going off sick because they're all they're all burnt out from <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, best case scenario, going by what they're saying here, this mm-hmm. is still fucking four years away. Mm-hmm. It's already. I mean, we spoke about this last year. It's the longest game ever in development. Mm-hmm. It's overtaken Duke Nukem, mm-hmm. yeah. and it continues. Although. If they've got this managing director out, maybe he was the issue. Maybe everybody can get pizza, get back to work. Better working environment. Let's fucking go. Get the game done. We'll see. We shall see. And we also have Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League had a lengthy showing at the end of last week's State of Play and the reaction to it has been divisive to say the least. Fans' fears were confirmed when menus and combat showed what appears to be Marvel's Avengers level of live service nonsense with less recognisable characters. It remains to be seen if Roxette can pull off what looks to be a style of game that many do not want. I'm really torn. Like, I don't know. I took some flack on the Discord because, like, I hopped in and I was like, oh, this looks quite cool. And they were all like, ah, it looks fucking shit. But, like, at the time, we were prepping for that VR podcast. And the main part that I saw of it was, like, the traversal, which I stand by. I think it looks really mm-hmm. good. I think the actual, like, the movement and all that sort of stuff in the open world looks really cool. But, I mean, I've watched the whole thing through twice and the menu customization aspects and stuff like that, aye, that, that stuff's not up my street. Like I said on when we covered that state of play last week that I, I don't get the gun aspect. Like I'm, I don't understand. These characters are not known for using guns. It feels like that's been like flung in just so that they can do all this upgrade pish, you know, you can get new skins and you can mm-hmm. do this and you can do that. I don't know. I still do have a bit of faith in Rocksteady. Like, they did show off some melee combat and stuff like that. Um, But it does strike me as a game that was full-on Avengers, and then they've spent the last year and a half trying to take as much of it out as they can, but it's probably too far along for them to rip it completely apart. But yeah, I mean, you just want a fucking... It's just it's not Arkham the game. game. It's just not the game that people wanted. I think is the thing, isn't it? But that's the problem as well. Like I think we went into it going, oh, we we want another Arkham Asylum. We want another Arkham City, and that's on us a bit. 
like Rocksteady at no point said we're making that game. I get this is what we're giving you. Like everybody's just went, oh well, that's not what we want it to be. No, that right. Well, that's not what we set out to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I think the the world looks cool. I don't care about the characters. Like I, I don't know if this game is going to be for me because I don't give a fuck about the Suicide Squad. Like mm, I just think it's daft. I'm not a superhero guy. Like with very few exceptions, I'll play superhero games. Batman, Spider Man. That's pretty much it. Mm. Bit of Guardians of the Galaxy, like I, I just I don't watch the films either. I don't care about it, but I did think the traversal looked good. So I don't know. Every, every thread I've seen about this game, half the people are like, "This looks shit." I'm canceling my pre order, and half the folks seem really excited about it. So I guess it will just depend how it turns out. Okay, a few more quick bullet point news items just to round off this week. Hogwarts Legacy has sold 12 million copies in two weeks, thus ending the worst boycott in history. Firewall Ultra is set to be one of the first PSVR 2 games to use Unreal Engine 5. Resident Evil 4 Remake is getting a, quote, special demo ahead of its March 24th release date. Its arrival should be imminent. EA has set out que- sent out questionnaires asking whether fans would like to see remakes of both Dead Space 2 and 3. And the Super Mario movie has switched its release date once again to April 5th. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, this is like apparently the third time this fucking movie's changed date. It was April 7th, now it's April 5th. Just fucking leave it alone. Like, folk are going to end up just getting confused, not knowing when it's out. So I'm not sure what the change is for, but still it's cool. And yeah, that Hogwarts uh, boycott has went down a treat. Yeah. 12 million in two weeks. 12 million what, sorry? They've sold 12 million copies of Hogwarts in, 12, <laughs> in two weeks. That's sad. After it getting boycotted. That, that, all they've done is give it more publicity. Aye. It would not have sold that. It, don't be wrong. It's a Hogwarts game. It was going to sell a it lot. Is, yeah. But it would not have sold 12 gonna, million. Yeah. <laughs> It was also Pokemon Presents. It was Pokemon Day this week as well. Which oh, yeah, you watched this pitch, didn't you? Yeah. that, yeah. Punk wasn't happy about it. I mean, it wasn't great, no. The most exciting thing was something about a watch that helps you sleep. Is that right? <laughs> well, there's like a little device. It's Yeah, there's like a new sleep game coming out. that. A sleep game? Yeah. What? That yeah. sounds rapey as fuck, by the way. <laughs> Fucking Pokemon like, company. Yeah. If that's where your head goes, it like tracks. It tracks your sleep, and right. I think Does you get right? like points and stuff based on, and you can unlock. That's Pokemon quite clever, on, actually. Into it, because I'm thinking of the boy. Kids. Yeah. Because yeah. um, how look like what they done with that the Pokemon Go. Yeah. The kids were out. Yeah, it did actually get them out. That's the thing. It fucking fresh air. That worked. That's <laughs> thing. They're, they're running about trying to get to the wee fucking garage. What the garages or the wee fucking poker stops? Is that right? Was that what it was called? Something like that when you get. It wasn't a poker stop, was it? Yeah, I think but that's, that's I can see that totally working where kids will be like, oh, why I get more points for if I get an extra half hour of sleep, I'll get more points. Yeah. That that's really really clever. Yeah. If it makes my kids fuck off for longer, I'm all for it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Mere gaming time for you. But I think also you are part... I mean, you don't get enough sleep. Right, well, if no. they make a fucking wrestling one or something like that, then I'll sleep longer. <laughs> if I get two more hours sleep this week, the macho man's going to tell me, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. 
Yeah, if that's all. I mean, there's lots more news happened this week, but that's all that we're willing to share. Aye, I, we're only fucking three people here. Come on. <laughs> Sometimes you have to go to a website and read. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we did manage to watch The Last of Us episode seven. So, spoiler warning for that. Proceed with caution if you've yet to tune in and don't want to know exactly what happens. But if you're all up to date, let's dive in. So The Last of Us episode 7 takes a detour from the main story and delves into Ellie's past. Left Behind directly adapts the accompanying DLC by the same name and it's pretty faithful to the source but of course there are a few tweaks here and there for the HBO adaptation. So yeah, the episode opens with Ellie trying to stitch up Joel which I didn't think we would actually see like I thought I didn't think Joel was going to be in this episode at all to be honest knowing what it was called mm-hmm. and knowing it was the DLC but then I suppose the DLC does start with her doing that so I suppose yeah yeah it made sense it did um, make sense yeah I, I thought at the same I, I'd said to you beforehand I was like you might not get your boy this episode he was on Graham Norton this week so I just saw that got it he's fucking getting about isn't he mm-hmm. he is the sort of in demand of the moment uh, of for Hollywood but yeah, I th- again, I don't know. I, th- I thought even right off the bat, there was so many mem- like oh, we references. I j- well, just I don't know, just like little things like it's it's so long since I've played Left Behind, and I, I I've played the last of his main story four times maybe but i've only ever played left behind once yeah see, see it's it's yeah interesting because i've actually never actually played the dlc i've seen oh. you play it so i knew bits of it yeah. but i've not actually played it myself oh. so this was kind of like a bit interesting for me and I, I do wonder again how many like how many people who have played the last of us one possibly two but not I've done the not dlc, the DLC yeah. as well yeah. so um but there was just little things like i don't know as soon as they enter like the mall like with this, the escalator, I was like, "This is exactly how this looks in the game." Yeah. I know. I know the the colours and everything is spot on. Like when they were in that photo booth, the mm. colours what they were wearing and the colour of the booth behind them, it was all like spot on. Yeah, it's incredible. Like yeah. the buttons, to, like showing them like the wee button to pet, like take a picture. It's the exact same. Mm. It's insane. And the thing is, like, it's done so well that, like I say, I've only ever played the DLC once in 2014 so you're talking nine years ago if someone was to say to me like about like i i don't even remember that i remembered that escalator scene but as soon as it happened i'm like that happened and it happened the exact same way but they don't and then you go look at it and you're like yep it just invokes those memories though like the bit with the button they don't need to make that button the same but it's like a fan service aye you know and it transports you back aye I mean, there's like, you walk past the, the posters, like movie posters, and it's like that Dust Till Dawn type yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's called, though, but it's like a piss take on. Uh, oh, no, is that what it's called? It's a, it's a piss take on Twilight, sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. called Dust Till Dawn. That's what it is. Right. And it's like, that. that's in the game quite a lot of times. You mm-hmm. see it in the game, and it's in there. And just this like stuff like that. There's so many wee Easter eggs in this episode. It's insane. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, as I said, it was it's pretty faithful to the stores. The the kind of I guess frame for frame for setting her up to sort of have these flashbacks is a wee bit different though, because in the game she stitches up Joel still like in a mall in Colorado. Um, but 
he or she's in like a house or whatever. But it's still evoking the same memory of the last time that she lost someone, which was obviously Riley, and that's what takes us back. Um, And I think obviously, like so, this is sort of jumping ahead a little bit to what I assume will be the beginning of the next episode. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so when. Ellie's trying to get the medicine for Joel and she's going out and coming back. They're in that house mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. So they've obviously just decided, right, we'll just take out the mall bit and we'll just make them they're at the house from square one. Yeah. Because that is where they end up. Yeah. And she keeps coming back trying to get them stuff. And it's in the house looks very similar. You go downstairs to go into like it's in the garage or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was in the basement. Aye. Um, and so that's all very similar, but yeah, like you say, like they've obviously just decided, right, we'll just go straight to there. It's, to be honest, it was, I mean, making one mall was probably hard enough. Yeah, that's <laughs> having to make one yeah. that looked a bit different. Yeah, that's um, there are a few differences also. Um, when we first see Ellie at the beginning of the episode um, in the sort of Fedra training camp where the kind of youngsters are living, um, she's been picked on by some nasty bully called Bethany. It's always a Bethany, isn't it? <laughs> It's such a cunt name. <laughs> Apologies to any Bethany's listening. <laughs> but you've been bullied by Bethany yourself. I haven't, no. But I just, I don't know. I feel like it's a name used quite often for a bitch in film and TV. So, no, you're wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure I could come up with numerous examples. Not right now, but I'll come back to you. No, um, I don't know why this popped into my head, but did I tell you that they're doing that cartoon Velma? They're, they've done a season two. I heard this. It's awful. Like, it's meant <sighs> to be dreadful. Aye, there's this... Um, I'll, I'll preface this by saying I fucking love Scooby-Doo. Right? Mm-hmm. I love all things Scooby-Doo, but they made a new Scooby-Doo and it's called Velma, and it's all about her, instead of mm-hmm. the rest of them are sort of like side characters. Mm-hmm. And it's rated as like the worst thing ever to hit TV, ever. And everyone fucking hated it. And they've went, nah, fuck off, for making a second season. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's really bad. So bad, yeah. It's so bad that I need to see it. You know that way when, something, right. when you hear something, something so, so atrocious that you're like, ah, no, nah, I need to see it. Mm. But I'll certainly be getting it delivered rather than giving them a, view, a fucking legitimate viewing. Mm, that's true. Um, yeah, we also on we also saw on their way to the abandoned mall, Ellie and Riley stumble across a dead body in one of the kind of QZ's derelict buildings. At first... I think they think he's maybe infected, but then they see the kind of pills by each side in a bottle of alcohol, so they kind of deduce that he's probably overdosed, and then he falls through the floor. Yeah. Um. So I think that's all new. I don't recall that from the DLC. No. Um, I, I certainly don't. Although there was quite a lot of infected and enemies that you did have to battle, and but like when you're in the DLC, you don't have much in terms of a. Like no. guns and stuff, do you? No, it's more like you've got like using the bricks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, that we commented on it at the time. But like, so you see that body sitting there, and then there's the drink, and then there's some pills next to them, and they pick up the drink and start drinking it. And I was like, that looks really like pish, like it does, doesn't it? The drink. I was like, and it was like it's an like I'm pretty sure when it was you see open. It, the bottle's open doesn't even have a cap on it. So I mean, I would not be drinking that. No, like, I was like, if it came down to it, I'd probably take the pills in the sealed container and take my fucking chances with them <laughs> rather than whatever the fuck was in that bottle because it really looked like he pissed in it. Yeah. 
but they were, they got drunk, so it obviously did the job. They did, yeah. Um, so, yeah, then they kind of head into the shopping mall and they do the, the five wonders, but they're in a slightly different order from uh-huh. the game. Probably just suited better that way. Yeah, I think. Um, I think one of the first things they do in the game is the costume store and yeah. put, put the masks and stuff on, but actually that's where the sort of infected part yeah, happens. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, and there's also, after Riley tells Ellie she's leaving in the game I'm referring to, they have a water fight. Uh-huh, yep. Um, and it's played out as a sort of like low stakes take on like a combat encounter from the main game with Ellie having to spray Riley a handful of times to like win. Yeah, it's quite playful. And then, but yeah, there's none of that bit in it. But they do play arcade machines in both the game and the mm. show um about mortal kombat yeah although that yeah and the it's a fictional title in the yeah you don't play mortal kombat in uh, the actual but i wondered game. if because of like hbo managed to get like rights for the inclusion of that or I'm, so, I don't i'm know trying to think stuff like that works remember but. the we covered it remember the mortal kombat film from like 2021 it was actually quite funny oh, i had yeah. that that kiwi guy in it that was hilarious he, he sort of made the film. He was really funny. Uh, but did that not come to HBO Max or something? The Mortal Kombat film? Aye. Maybe. Cause Probably we, that's what they were doing back then. Because we got it straight away. Aye, it was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I think there's maybe some sort of deal. Relationship there that's kind Aye, of... Aye, I think that might be something. Because there was a poster on the wall in Ellie's bedroom. Yeah. And then obviously there's reference to the actual arcade machine in, in the... HBO series, so yeah, a professional would have checked that out, but uh, and verified it pre pre recording. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that came to a streaming service that mm-hmm. might have been HBO. Um, but yeah, the, the in the show, Riley seen sort of protecting weapons for the Fireflies to use potentially against Fedra. But in the game, her kind of involvement with the the Fireflies isn't so hardline and. I don't know. She's like I don't think there's any reference to her looking after explosives. I don't actually think she's even meant to be in the mall to begin with. Whereas she was, yeah, it's alluded to she's actually staying there to look after them or Aye, something the, like the that. In the show, she's fucking guarding bombs. Yeah, um, which is quite. She was making them. I possibly even making them, which is quite the fucking leap for somebody that's been gone for three weeks. Yeah, and she's now a fucking pipe bomb expert. <laughs> I, yeah. I know, make bombs. Yeah, um, but yeah, I suppose mm. like they're in the game there isn't really as much as a kind of wedge between Riley and Ellie before they kiss uh-huh. as what there is yeah. in the show so um yeah there's more stakes in the show isn't there yeah oh yeah definitely and yeah so it kind of the, the it, it was another strong episode I guess that did culminate in a kiss between Ellie and Riley viewers in some regions however apparently didn't see that oh fuck off yeah. what was that <laughs> um so the, they cut the kiss it, out. It was edited out on OSN Plus in the MENA region, so I don't, I don't know. Like what the fuck? The, in the MENA region. MENA region. MENA. I don't know. I don't know, but it, oh, fuck me. We're like it's twenty twenty three, and we can't have two people of the same sex kissing. Are you kidding me? Not in some countries. I don't know. Fucking hell. I don't know. Um, but, <sighs> Yeah, yeah, and then in a behind-the-scenes video, um, Neil Druckmann said that the kiss between Ellie and Riley was a key storytelling moment, and he says, "Quote: Ellie gets to experience first love, first kiss, and then we snatch it away from her." Totally. 
Yeah, I thought how that played out was really cool. The two of them like realised they'd been bit. Like I, I thought they played up the tension of that so well. Like obviously us having played the game, we know that's how it plays out. And I think, see, to be honest, even if you hadn't played the game, from what you've seen so far, you probably know how that's how it plays out. There's no mention of her. Mm-hmm. You know Ellie's been bitten already. So I think everyone sort of came to that conclusion beforehand. But I don't know. They still they added so much tension into it, and it was quite frantic when they were like, no, no, like they were so. I don't know, it just it felt really genuinely Ellie's reaction and she's just fucking... Smashing up shit. Smashing up. Like, uh, yeah, you know you're dead. Uh, well, well, Riley's like, she's dead, obviously. I think there's a few things over there you have to smashed. Hmm. That's the thing, what would you do? If you, re- if, if you just let something happen to you like probably that... Probably start smashing shit. I know, you would just... You would, you would probably just let... Like, your, your body would just let loose. Oh, aye. Would, like, in a rage, like, fuck, this is happening to me. Mm. And then acceptance would come in, obviously. But mm. then... So one thing I th- thought was interesting was that they never show anything to do with the turn. So it stops obviously quite early. Do you think? Oh, it- you think? Oh, you so that uh, you don't see uh, her completely like, right. dead. Yeah. Then Ellie's still alive. Going, uh-huh. what the fuck's going on? I uh, wonder. Do save we, that for later. Well, do we get more flashbacks of that no, in a later I, episode, I or do you think they have left it? I think they've just left it. I think that's just like for you. She, you know, she's survived. Yeah. Mm. So you know the situation. Uh-huh. I think it's just like in, implied that that lass is obviously dead. Because she's no, she's no about. If if she was still about, they would be with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's just implied that you're just supposed to get Aye. the situation. Mm. I think it probably will be. Uh, so as well, uh, they brought up an interesting point that hopefully we will never, uh, an interesting decision that hopefully we will never have to make. But they sort of both decide that shooting themselves would be the coward's way out, and that they're just going to ride or die kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Oh, I wouldn't kill myself. No way. No, I don't think I could. Either. No, I don't even know if I could. I would like to think that what I would do is I certainly wouldn't just be like, oh well, that's fucking it, bang, because you're like again, what if you're the early of the group and you're actually all right? But at the same mm. point, I think if it got to the point where I was like fucking heavy sweats, fever, and I thought I was starting to like, I'd obviously I don't know what the turning process is like, but see if I thought I was like I was having visions and I was like sort of half turning, I think at that point I would maybe be like, bang. I don't think you would because one thing everybody shares in this world is hope you know what I mean you would always have that wee bit of hope that you're not going to turn and that would stop you if you'd but, done it, right? that's, but I think if you were half turned if you but were still it, but you still, you still your brain is going to tell you oh, something something will stop this I've just got Covid I have got a cold <laughs> maybe it's just maybe I've been bit but I've just got the fucking flu as well <laughs> this happens to be coming at the same time it's just bird flu and COVID at once. Or maybe I shouldn't have drank that fucking open bottle and it was fucking rehypno. <laughs> Turns out it was actually just absent about my tits. Exactly. So I think there's always a bit of hope, isn't there? So hope makes everybody hold on. So yeah, hope is one of the most powerful things. That's true. And if you felt like you were going to turn there with the person you love sort of thing, mm. then it, there would be something a bit sort of one thing beautiful about that. About that which would make me think, like, I would like to fucking kill myself, but I don't think I could do it, is, am I going to be in this fucking turned body, but I'm still in there? Well, that's the thing. That that would terrify the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like, that situation with Celine Dion, she's going to be in that fucking body. <laughs> Nobody able to fucking sing. 
I tell you, I, I tell you something. By the way, see in the next season of South Park, there's definitely. Gonna oh be my a, god, they're gonna have a field day. There's definitely gonna be a concert, and the curtain's just gonna go back, and it's just gonna be a chair with, with stone with stone on it. <laughs> and everyone welcome Celine Dion. Oh my god, and it's just gonna be like a fucking brick. It's gonna be hilarious. Pure so. Oh dear! Aye. But yeah, that, that's my thought. Is that I, I don't know why I've probably put more thought into this than a person should, mm-hmm. but I sort of assume that the clickers in The Last of Us know what's going on, but are unable to stop anything, and uh, so it's almost like an infinite torture. And from is, that point of view, I'd be like, I'm not for that. But I mean, that's thing that they are. That's thing they are like, like clickers are like some of the clickers are obviously fucking like twenty year old. Do they age? Or do they I stay in the so. same state as they were? Because if they age, then you would think that that technically they are they are still kind of there in a way. But if they're just kind of seeing the same state, are they are they decaying or not decaying? What the fuck is actually? I'd like to have a wee fucking legend. It uh, just tells you exactly <laughs> the fucking facts of this. Well, that's the thing. I don't think you ever know if they do because you, you see infected at many different ages, but you don't know yeah. if that's the age they turned at. I know, that's Or if, mean. like, even if you see, like, an old one, you were like, right, but he maybe just was old and turned last week. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. Or are they in stasis once they turn? Or I don't know. Right? I don't. There's probably no answer to that unless no. we can get Neil Druckmann on. To be honest, it's about time we stopped being a coward and came on for one of these episodes. In, a, in another medium that we've not read, like there's comics and stuff that we've not read. I'll ask Maybe Chris. Maybe fucking that. Said something that. I don't know. Chris on our Discord is an encyclopedia of The Last of Us. Oh, He'll know. to fill us in if there's any info exact, exactly about that sort of stuff. Yes, we shall report back next yeah. week on and that. And the problem one. is that they're changing bits for the show, uh, so <laughs> even if there is in the game, it might not. It might not reverse over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your overall thoughts on this episode? I would say for me, it, it's not more. that it's it's not that it's bad, but it it dips ever so it slightly. Does, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's still a, it is a good episode, but I was I'm, I'm with you. It it wasn't as good as all of the other ones. Mm-hmm. I felt this was this is the first time it's went. Ooh, don't know mm-hmm. wee bit. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough of the university in it. <laughs> <laughs> No, episode five is still the peak for me. That last five, ten minutes when that blower came out, that was fucking so cool. And it does bring me back to we spoke again last night after watching the episode where, don't be wrong, phenomenal show, absolutely loving it, gripped the whole nine yards, blown away my expectations, but there has been a lack of of infected so mm-hmm. far we're seven episodes in and it's not like i want it to be full-on action by any means but i mean in seven episodes we've probably seen about other than that obviously that big horde sort of at the end of episode five i mean how how many minutes on screen have we had clickers but that but then it's not a show about well i'm going to say zombies but you know what I mean? Aye. it's not a show about zombies it's a show about people living in a world that oh, have been changed. It's about their story yeah. and, and dealing with it. It's not about like just 
there's it's a zombie fucking show and there's like zombie getting killed, zombie getting killed. You'd get bored of that. Oh, definitely. I just now I, you look more, you look forward to because that bloater scene. If you'd have had four episodes before, you've seen nothing but fucking action. That wouldn't have had as much impact. Aye, no, I, totally. I just I think it's been ninety five to five, and I would have preferred maybe eighty five fifty. Like I think they yeah. could have done a wee bit more. Like because mm. if you think about it, I mean, don't we know we might get. We all a know your bit. opinions invalid because this university pish talk. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, see, like I, I was saying to Jess, I was like, ah, but maybe the last two episodes it will sort of step up a bit more. But not, it's not nah, really going to. When you know the story of what happens, mm-hmm. they can change it. But I mean, yeah, the the next episode's all going to have to be about Rapey. What's his name? Rapey David. Rapey David. And then the last episode. <laughs> 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 and then the last episode is them at the hospital. The cast, and then the fucking at the end the credits, Rapey David was he's playing v- by. V five comes up. V five certificate. He's V five Rapey David. And he's like that was my stepdad. <laughs> I'm actually a really nice guy. <laughs> But yeah, and then the last episode obviously is going to be a lot to do with like Joel and the Fireflies. Mm. So you might get little bits and pieces. Like I think we've still got the scene where they go, well, if they do it, um, when they go through like the tunnel and there's there's like, I think there's two bloaters up here. So they could do that. So I think we could get some of that action in the next episode or perhaps like at the beginning of the last episode. Um, But yeah, no, it's just, I mean, look, if it'd been more action, a lot more action, it would have taken it down a notch. Absolutely, like it's mm. it should be about people. That's what the Last of Us is about. And I, I realised that, like I don't know, a lot of those gameplay sequences don't translate onto TV particularly well. But yeah, I don't know. I just when you see the clickers, it, the fucking it's phenomenally done, and I just feel like use it a wee bit more. Mm. But yeah, no, it's been it's been really good. But yeah, no, episode five still the the king for me. Mm. Okay, yeah, so of course we will cover the next episode in next week's episode, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, thanks once again for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Do get in touch with any feedback or comments. we love to hear from you. And if you want to get in touch, you can do so via our socials, website, or our ever-so-friendly Discord. Ha! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcoming to all. Indeed. That's all from me. Bye! Bye. Bye.